Here it is, another episode of the Infinite Banter Podcast. What is going on? My name is DJ Soundwave, a.k.a. Mark Jolliffe. I think that should be the other way around. You should say your real name first. Whatever. It's all good. Thanks for checking out the show. Got a big one today. Got my guys, King Micah, the infamous and mighty healthy. We'll talk about that and more. But before we get into the show, it's sponsor time here on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Get your skin right. Today's episode is presented by The Skin Store. For over 20 years, The Skin Store has been the number one destination for premium skincare, hair care, and beauty products. With over 8,000 different products from 300 different brands, The Skin Store has you covered for all your hair, cosmetics, supplements, and of course, skincare needs. Find your favorite brands like Elta MD, New Face, Olaplex, and more all in one place with gifts with every purchase. Right now, The Skin Store is offering our listeners 20% off your next purchase by using the code POD. That's code P-O-D for 20% off your next purchase at skinstore.com slash pod.list. Skin Store, have the confidence to tackle the day ahead. Exclusions apply. You're listening to the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am Mark Jolliffe, a.k.a. DJ Soundwave. Happy Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. And for those of you who don't like Star Wars, have no idea what that means. Uh, it's just um, it's just a day on the calendar. <laughs> it's just some Tuesday shit. But uh, to the rest of us, it's, uh, you know, it's just a day to tell everybody you like Star Wars and do a bunch of posts online. So enjoy that. <laughs> so got to give a big salute to my guy, Bub Styles. He was on the last episode. If you've not heard that episode, backtrack. Go listen to that one. Played a couple songs from his new album, Outerwear Season. He is not any joke. He is bringing that heat on those albums. Do not sleep on Bub Styles. On today's episode, we got a hip-hop duo that have one of the best albums of 2021. I know it's only May, but when I do the best albums of the year, this album is going to be on it. I could already tell. This album is just... Amazing, man. I def- definitely shout out to these guys. And we're going to talk to them, play a couple songs from it. King Micah, The Infamous, and Mighty Healthy. Their new album, King Mighty 2, is out right now on vinyl, CD, whatever. I got mine coming in the mail. Cannot wait to play that in the car. That is always a true test. You put it in your car, turn that shit up, windows down, get to really hear how it sounds. But until then, you can listen to it on this podcast. Get that album right from them. Go directly to the artist. That's the best way to support artists that you like and respect. Yeah, this album is just straight fire. I cannot wait for you guys to hear some of these songs on here. And as I was saying before, it is Star Wars Day. For my comic book heads, generally that used to coincide with Free Comic Book Day. This year, Comic Book Day is moved to August. Uh, So at least it's coming. COVID so far has delayed it quite a bit. They didn't even have one last year. If they did, I'm not even aware of it. But uh, yeah, this year it's moved to August, so... For those of us who like to go to a comic book store and represent our local comic shops and get some comic books, you got to wait till August to do that. But at least it's coming, you know. Conventions hopefully will come next and, you know, we'll start talking about that kind of stuff again very soon. All right, you're listening to the Infinite Banter Podcast. Like I said, make sure you check out the show on all digital platforms. Follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Infinite Banter Podcast. Go on Podchaser, go on Apple Podcasts, rate and review the show. Go on YouTube, type in Infinite Banter, you'll hear clips from past guests. We've got so much to talk about with King Micah and Mighty Healthy. Play a couple songs on our new album, King Mighty 2. Like I said, go to kingmightynumber2.com to check out their merch and albums. All right, let's get into it. Before we start, though, you know how it is. The one and only, the devastating mic controller, DMC, always kicks off the show when he says this right here. Yo, yo, what's up? This is me, DMC, the K-I-N-G, the greatest MC in history. And right now, you're listening to Infinite Banter, because we will banter on forever, because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be. 
R.I.P. Infinite Banter. All right, you know how we do on this show. Before we start talking to the artists that we're going to get ready to promote and talk about their new album, we got to play a song from it to get you guys hyped. So here we go off that new album, King Mighty 2, and you can find it at kingmighty2.com. We got my man King Mike of the Infamous and Mighty Healthy getting ready to come on the show. But before we talk to them, let's play a song off that album. This track is one of my favorite songs on the whole album right here. Indigenous Gems coming right at you drums all day make sure you play this up really loud on your your cell phones or however you play this podcast <laughs> this song is just straight heat let's go ahead and get into it right off their album king mighty 2 king my good infamous mighty healthy this right here indigenous gems right here on the infinite banter podcast and after you hear this song the two will be in the building to talk about this new album let's go Raindrops, where the Esco, my rhyming book a slave shop. I made you look, took your queen when I played a rook. Y'all like fishes on a baited hook. Debating who's the top five while I'm on the top chilling. Claiming that it survived, I'm guessing I don't feel it. Questioning everything in your rhymes, like do you live it? I'm something exquisite. Nothing is coming as close as this killing. I crack a hole in the universe, they open the ceiling. With no penicillin, I'm potent like dope in the system. You cope with the feeling, knowing there's no hope for the illin. So maybe you should quit while you ahead, since me and Mighty Healthy put that weak shit to bed. Niggas be sleepwalking and living within their hands with that mumble rap. My nigga, we don't come from that. So where the true MCs and the gunners at? We've been around the world once, time to run it back. Yeah. Yo, what's up? Alex Zico of insubordinaterecords.com. I mean, just insubordinaterecords, but also .com. And you're here listening to Infinite Banter with my man, DJ Soundwave. You're tuned into the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am DJ Soundwave, and right now I'm joined by a hip-hop duo with an album that is straight heat. Their new album, King Mighty 2, is out right now on all streaming platforms, repping Detroit and Miami. The one and only King Mike of the Infamous and Mighty Healthy are here on the Infinite Banter Podcast. What's up, fellas? Yo, what up? What's going on? What's going on? Good, good, man. Been a long time wondering, you know, how this album was going to be, and I got it. And uh, like I said, it's just straight heat, and you guys really made a classic here. And for heads who are not familiar with King Mike, Mighty, you know, let them know about both of you guys and how long you've been in the game. Well, I'll start. My name is King Mike of the Infamous. I reside in Detroit, Michigan. I've been doing music for well over 80 years now. Um, I release, it's been a while to get getting my stuff off the ground, but you know, it's such a good feeling now that it is off the ground. And uh, I've been rocking hard with uh, Mighty Healthy since 2019 um, when we met, when we first met. Shout out to Ilmine, who had the Pass the Ox studio sessions. 
that um, linked us up, you know. Yep, yep. And, you know, uh, I'm Mighty Healthy. I'm a producer. I'm out of South Beach. And, and yeah, we, we, met, um, we met at the event in Miami. And uh, we, we've been tight since. Man, talk about the two areas you guys are from because they couldn't be more different. You know, like King Mike, talk about Miami scene. You know, we always think about Luke and, you know, all that stuff. But I know there's got to be more than just that for those outside like me who don't really know much about the Miami scene. Yeah, it's it's pretty, you know, there, there's pockets of guys who who, who, who who do our kind of sound. But, you know, like what you said, it's, it's you know, I, I live in a touristy area. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of that kind of stuff. So it's I, I do feel like kind of an, an outlier, you know, making this kind of stuff but living where I'm at. And King Micah, man, what talk about Detroit? I feel like it's probably similar to Chicago as far as like the influences and the the vibe out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like um, we don't sound like um, what would normally come out of our regions, <laughs> if that makes sense. Right. I mean, you know, because uh, it's, it's it's completely the hip hop scene is just completely different from the music that we're doing. You have gems that's up in the motor city, you know, that, um, that's still like true lyricists and everything like that, that, you know, um, that I also pull my influences from, you know, but overall it's kind of hard. You'll be hard pressed to look for, you know, um, the type of sound, uh, the type of music that we would provide. No doubt. And talk about this album, King Mighty too. Just right off the top, talk about the artwork. Really cool, kind of like uh, like futuristic, like lost kind of world vibe to it. And then uh, just just the concept of the album as a whole, like the, the vibe you guys are trying to create with the songs. And I was telling uh, King Mighty, you know, the flow of this album is just incredible because a lot of times you play an album, it just feels like songs are just kind of put together without any kind of cohesiveness or just kind of throwing track after track. And they don't really flow together. And this album, I got to give you guys mad props the whole album together just flowed really well in each track transitions well into the next yeah. one. Yeah. Appreciate it. You know, um, as, as, as far as the, so I'll answer our questions first. Um, one of the things that's very important to me is making sure album arts looks like how the music sounds. I, I did both of the King, my, I usually do my, my own artwork. Um, my approach with with these covers specifically is I want to combine both Detroit, both elements from Detroit and Miami. So for the King Mighty One album cover, it was I, I got a picture of some Detroit ruins and I threw in like a Miami skyline and you know ran my filters on and stuff. And then this one is is the same approach. It's 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 like a South Beach background, but then I'll throw like some Detroit bridge and then some other ruins and things like that. And you know a lot of warm colors and textures and. And, you know, making sure the, 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 the cover matches the music. And as far as, you know, the cohesiveness, my approach to producing this is uh, before I even heard any samples or anything, I'm always thinking about how an album should sound. Like it's, it's, so for this one, before we even talked about it, I, I just imagined him hat starting out with like some soft sample. It continues off from the last song on King Mighty One. And then all of a sudden the, the beat changes and then the beat changes again. And, and, you know, like I already have had an idea of how the cohesion should sound before I even had any music to work with. So, you know, I like to keep that in mind when I work with, especially Micah specifically. And you guys talked about King Mighty One. For those who heard that album and have not yet heard this one, anything they should expect that might be different, similar? Uh, what are the comparisons to these two albums? I'll say like expect, like, um, I don't think, either of the albums sound 
like a continuation of the other in retrospect. I would say that King Mighty is the beginning album of, you know, um, just pretty much like a like an origin story of um, how things formed as far as like, you know, you know, me just rapping a little bit about like uh, my childhood, how I, uh, how I was brought up and then like uh Mighty Healthy, you know what I'm saying? How I link with Mighty Healthy. Uh, King Mighty is like a very introductory uh, album. You know, I'm not saying that to take away how dope it is, you know, but um, in, in contrast to King Mighty 2, it's like, okay, um, how we're going to take this up a notch? That was the question that we had. You know, with that in mind, we, we turned up like times 10 on this album in comparisons. Yeah, it was it was definitely an expansion. Uh, the 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 first King Mighty, uh, it was it was my first ever project with someone else, and you know I, I I've only been at this for about three years, so you know in comparison to to the first one, it, it felt it felt a little safe, not not in a bad way, but it was yeah. just, you know it 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 was just my skill set at the time, and this second one, you know, I wanted to make it really abstract. This is like the Empire Strikes Back. Then this is the second one, the one that everyone's gonna be talking about after hearing both albums. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are we gonna get a Return of the Jedi? Are we gonna get a third for the trilogy? Is oh, that in the works oh, too? Sure. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. No doubt. I'm looking forward to hearing that. So let's get right into this album, King Mighty Two. Like I said at the top, it's available on all streaming platforms. You guys have vinyl and CD and everything else for it. Yeah, we have um like our merch. We do an unlimited run of merch. We have um, vinyls. Uh, CDs, whether the glass joints or the slides, you can get that at kingmighty2.com. Um, the word king, the word mighty, the number two.com. Yep. And th- it's our own site. We have our own merch. Unlike a lot of these underground acts, when you buy vinyl for us, it ships out in three to five days domestically. You will actually get one. You know, I've been hearing a lot. I've been hearing a lot of stuff with people buying vinyl. And it's not showing up for another eight months or some craziness like, like it's that. in Europe or something. You know? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. oh, you know, you gotta wait eight months. It's coming from Lithuania, like <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's oh, crazy, man. man. Coming from Tatooine or some shit. Like, where where's this album yeah. gonna get here, man? <laughs> <laughs> I never heard of this country. Wait a second. Yeah, I I guess I just did it twice now. It's just like. <laughs> Man, the the exchange rate is so different from the U.S. dollar to uh, whatever they use in Tatooine. I can't get credits. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's cost way more than I thought it would if I went to, like, you know, Best Buy or something. So whatever. Always support the artists and go directly to them. That's the lesson to be learned here. <laughs> First of all, the intro is no joke. A lot of times you play an album and an intro is just like, all right, you know, here's the album. Here's the concept of man. The intro like hits you hard right off the bat. I mean, before you get into songs, intros like slapping me in the face. I got to give you guys props on that one. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I was just going to expand on that. Like, so we wanted to like make it like the intro kind of like um, it kind of meshed together to be its own like song. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the times on a lot of projects and we, we've done it on the first one. But so like I, I really wanted to make sure the first song, the first thing you hear from us on this project was not a skit. Like a lot of us. With projects, we usually start out with a skit or something, but I wanted to go right into it. Yeah, yeah. And that was the energy that I was uh, given in the beginning, like, yo. And so, like, we played off that, and then, like, it's like, 
it, when when it happened, it just like came out amazing. You know what I'm saying? That's what I like about it. Because at first, I, you know, feels like a skit. You're like, all right, it's something. You know, they're in a car or something. But then the song comes right at you. It's like, okay, all right, it's not just your typical intro. I like how this. It's already got me hooked. So as a listener, I really liked it. And you go right into that joint, into Genuous Gems, and the drums on that thing is just banging, man. I just I just love the drums on that joint. Talk about that record you guys made. When I first heard the beat, I knew I wanted to call it Indigenous Gems. Um, like, it was a conversation that um, me and Mighty Healthy had, and I was like, man, like, we was just talking, like, how, like, how crazy this album has got to be. I just remember it, like, yesterday. I'm like, yo, we need to have like tracks like fucking indigenous gems <laughs> it might help you was like what, <laughs> like, what let me get my google and my dictionary out right like, no hold, like no hold on break it down what does that mean and i'm like you know i i you know when i and that beat i'm like yo that beat is indigenous gems He's like, well, all right. You know, it's it's exactly that's how some of these songs came about. It's just like, yo, I need a song. I want to do a song called Indigenous Gems. What is he talking about? (laughs) So then, you know, I, I, you know, but then, you know, I started digging, started putting stuff together. Like, okay, this is the one. (laughs) This is the one. (laughs) And you know, you know, speaking of drums, you know, my 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 production techniques, I. I'm very drum break heavy. I, I usually combine different drum breaks and, and process them together. Uh, and and this this album, I really want to showcase that. So just the, the drums just cracked at a completely different level than 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 the last album. It's just funny because you never hear that lingo. You never hear like Rolling Stone says new Nas album full of indentitious gems. So that, that's <laughs> <laughs> you don't hear people on the streets saying, "Yo, man, that mighty healthy the thing about it, man, it's full of indentitious gems." So I'm like, "Yeah, all right, cool." <laughs> but no, that's that's actually what the, the mindset was. So salute to you guys. I yeah. think I butchered the word like three times there. By the way, I don't even know how to say it. So salute. Right, <laughs> but the yeah, song is dope. It, it, we got a lot of names going on, man. <laughs> yeah, man, we got a lot of working titles here. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'll jump around a bit. Another track I really like that we talked about was Star Wars crap. So I'll go ahead and get into a Dragon's Breath. Yeah, a lot of, for the nerds out there. I mean, you talk about Medusa. Nobody talks about Medusa on a record and Star Wars references and all that. So talk about that joint. That was another heater on here. I'll start with the beat, man. It was a happy mistake, actually, because um, I was looking for a. Uh, I was looking for the last track for the album. Uh, when I was reaching out to Mighty Healthy, I was like, "Yo, just send me a beat, just." Just send me something that, like, I feel will stand out. What he thought he sent me was, um, which is now Dragon's Breath, he didn't send me that. So it was like another beat that I just started rapping to. When I played it back to him, he was like, I didn't give you that beat. And I'm like, yes, you did, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. no. It, it, it was the opposite. You had found a beat. Oh, and yeah. Okay. You, you, you had found a beat. So... So I'll give the backstory for the beat. Uh, that beat was originally for Raekwon. Um, oh, well, that's all right. You know, Ra- 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 Raekwon's, yeah, Ra- Raekwon's working on Cuban Links 3. I sent him a bunch of stuff. So I just have like a pile of beats that no one's really heard that's like just for Raekwon. And only a few people have heard it. And, you know, now, you know, a couple of people got one here. Like Josiah got another one. And he wanted he wanted a particular kind of sound. And like, you know, I think I, I think Mike is perfect for this one. But the thing is, Michael was already checking for a completely different beat that I didn't even said. And, and the thing is, oh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so so one thing about me and and this is this is why it's a happy accident. 
I don't name my beats. I number them. You know, I date them. So it'd be like, oh, 2020, 20, 10, 8 or whatever. So actually, yeah, he, he, this is what it was. He was like, yo, um, like, yo, I really like 2020, 10, 8. I'm like, I sent you 2020, 8, 10. Right. <laughs> you hacked Raekwon's computer, man. <laughs> you hacked yeah, him. Like... <laughs> Raekwon's like, yo, I know I had another beat in here somewhere. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so when he, um, so when I heard the beat, I'm like, yo, the beat is not what I wanted, but this is fire. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, so that's what, when it comes to like the lyrics for Indigenous Shims, I just wanted it to, you know, um, I wanted to talk my shit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, as far as, you know, what I felt like as a as an artist and then how I feel about like kind of like the industry, like how, you know, um, it put these acts or whatever. No stage performance, no, you know, no lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Just sloppy. You know what I'm saying? Sloppy. I mean, I ain't here to bash like anybody or whatever like that. But what I will say is, is that, you know, Dragon's Breath is just me talking my shit as far as to, you know, what what I see in the industry. And, you know, it's just me pointing out that loophole. Like, you know, you got good artists out here and y'all not doing y'all job to find them. Right. True indeed on that one. And now that you know, Micah, that that was a Raekwon beat originally. Does it, do you feel better that you did justice to it? Or did you even know when you recorded it? Like, hey, this was supposed to be on somebody else's uh, email <laughs> or whatever. Well, um, I feel like I did. Like, I wanted to reach out to Raekwon afterwards, you know what I'm saying, to see if he would be willing to jump on it. And then Mighty Healthy was like, nah, nah, go ahead. Just kill it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, one, I felt like uh, he said that because we were pressed for time. But the other, he had, like, the absolute confidence in me killing it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I felt good about it. You know what I mean? Like, besides, like, me and Mighty Healthy, we kept in uh, communication. And, like, all the beats that he would, like, play for me for Raekwon, I'd be like, man, I could, like, just give me that one. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, <laughs> so him throwing that to me was just, like, uh, it was... It was a happy accident, and then it was a good feeling of the fact that, like, he was like, all right, cool. Let let this be the last track, you know what I'm saying, and, uh, you know, wrap up the album. Yeah, and, and uh, for more context, uh, Ski Mask Origin was another Raekwon beat, too. Nice. Yeah. Man. So he, Michael got two out the pile. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't even know that until now. Yeah. <laughs> when Raekwon's album comes, I was like, man, I had two short on this album that I thought I was going to be able to do. For some reason, I had two yeah, tracks but, I couldn't finish. But, you know, I, I sent like 50. So I. <laughs> no, he's got enough. Yeah. <laughs> 50 from like 50 yeah. different people. I mean, he's probably got like, you know, overflow. So we know how it is. Yeah. yeah. Built for Cuban Links and King Micah, those beats. That's what's, that's what's really important to know here. Man. <laughs> But yeah, you definitely definitely shot your shit on that one. Big up on on that album. And uh, lot, lot, speaking of guests, you know, p- you know, people in the industry, you guys have a lot of guests on here. You know, the one song that really stood out, of course, the one with Guilty Simpson, "Hot Out Here." That one's that one's a straight heat. As the title sounds like, it's fire, man. Talk about working with Guilty Simpson and putting that song together. Shout out to Guilty Simpson. I didn't know we was going to be working with Guilty Simpson up until the point where Mighty Healthy just sent me the email. He didn't even list the track with like he didn't even title the track featuring Guilty Simpson. He just gave me the track and was like, you know. Um, check your inbox and so when i did and i heard him i'm like i was through back you know what i'm saying like uh because i'm a big fan of guilty simpson hearing like just hearing him over a record and knowing that i'm gonna be on the track with him or whatever you know it was 
for me, it was huge. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm still kind of, I'm still kind of struck, starstruck with the idea of like being, just having, just having a record with him. You know what I'm saying? Because I grew up like listening to his music. Yeah. And it, it's so, so fun fact, Mark, none of the guests Micah knew until they, they were actually recorded. So we, we would talk in the beginning, you know, hey, you know, what do you, what do you think we want for this album? And we'll list off names, and I'll be like, "Huh, okay, cool." <laughs> so, so, well, you know, I, I would, I would then, you know, I, I would, you know, I, I hit guilty, I hit Elzai, you know, you know, Babylon Five, you know, it's a couple guys we know in common, and you know, I, I would just present them to Micah, and he was just like, "Wait, wait, you did what?" Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I sent them the actually the guilty. Correct me if I'm wrong, Micah, but I think that's the that's the second song we did after Winning Streak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, it was like the beginning of the writing phase. Yeah. Yeah, and Hot Out and, Here is just that yeah. joint, man. You're right. Guilty Simpson really puts that stamp of approval on the album, too. But yeah, that album. Yeah, and winning, you, you mentioned the Winning Streak song. That's another another banger off of you guys could talk about that one as well. So you're saying those two were some of the first ones when you started doing the album. So the first couple songs you guys put together. Yeah, Correct. Winning Streak. Yeah, Winning Streak was the first thing we ever did. And when you guys did that song, Hot Out Here with uh, Guilty Simpson, did you guys realize at the time how big? Because I mean, the first time I heard it, I was like, man. I need to hear all the album now. Like that's, it feels like a single. Like when you hear like, that's the track, that's the strongest maybe off the album. Yeah. When, when as soon as we did it, we're like, yeah, we, we, I, I think you want to let this off first. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was like the, um, we had, we had winning street, um, but it wasn't like, I mean, we were, we were making, we, we looked at all the music as like, you know, potentials, but it was just a feeling with, um, hot out here that just was like all right yeah let this be the first single to lead to carry the album because it just shows like guilty simpson has like a colossal presence on the mic you know what i'm saying so like for him to begin in the song and me to come out like the way i did um to compliment him you know what i'm saying it was just like whoa something's coming you know what i'm saying so that's the that's the vibe that we wanted to give to our fans yeah and and so uh, another little tidbit, uh, I was also and probably, and, you know, like Michael as well, I was also, I was always a big Random Acts fan. So, you know, Guilty and Sean Price, Rest in Peace and, and Black Milk. So if, if you ever listen to like the ad-libs and the background vocals, it's it's Sean Price. So like in the beginning, you're like, yo, yo. And then in the back and then at the end of the song, he's like, yo, fuck out of here. And like all that shit. Like, I, I always like that feeling. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the beat is very Detroit, like very dilla black milk is so and you know the the guests you know elzai guilty and and you know the homies like these are people that i i feel michael should be rapping with and you know that that that's that's that, that's kind of why you know they, they were picked so no that's awesome and you talked about the babylon five joint and that's just some straight past the mic type steez and of course like you guys said guys you've pretty much known pretty much uh, for the most part you know ace cannons and of course, Alex Ludovico was on the show a few weeks back. Uh, just some straight, straight heat on that one. And you know, Michael, you end it. Go for the juggler at the end there, at the end of the song. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you. Like um, Babylon Five for me, it was special because um, just to have like artists that I haven't even met. You know what I'm saying? To have them like show love like that, and not only show love but kill it. You know what I'm saying? That just what gave me the energy to have such a verse and um we named it babylon five like it was it was awesome like some nerdy shit I, i'm a 
I'm guilty for that. You know what I'm saying? It, it was this 90, it was this 90s uh, sci-fi sitcom, not sitcom, but sci-fi uh, TV series called Babylon. It was like Star Trek or something, so, right? It was kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, pretty much uh, five people on a voyage uh, and everything like that. It was like a Star Trek spinoff. You know, I didn't want it to name it Star Trek, but Babylon 5 with five MCs. You know, it was just, I don't know, it just resonated with me. And you babble on, right? See? (laughs) (laughs) See? Right. Even if that wasn't the intent, it it is now. For now, I wanted to be known as that. And and I'll tell you, when when Micah presented that that name, I'm like, oh, this, and I Googled it. I'm like, oh, this is, this is so perfect. This is perfect. (laughs) <laughs> Man. I do remember that show from the 90s I, I didn't watch it but I'm aware of its existence and I thought it was on some Star Trek shit but I can't remember exactly because I don't think I watched it but uh, it's definitely a show that as soon as I saw the title I'm like oh he's I see what they're doing that's cool man and of course you yeah, mentioned and, Voltron you know, Scott, in, in it so I gotta give you props for that so yeah <laughs> appreciate it <laughs> well yeah you know uh, you know, shout out Decide the Gift shout out Ace Cannons Alex Ludovico, King Tetris, you know, Alex, uh, you know, I, I you know, I, I met, I, I, how long have I known Griff? I've known Griff for a couple of years now. Um, you know, him and his, his whole insubordinate thing. I always joke. I always feel like I told him the other day, I'm like, yo, I feel like the red man to like their Wu-Tang. I don't know. They, they just feel like extended family. Where, right. Whereas, yeah, you know, they, you know, him, Scorsese, rest in peace. Like I, they, they just feel like extended family. And like any, anytime I, any opportunity I get to help him out, you know, he's he's a great dude, great producer, and we got a bunch of great artists he's working with. And any any opportunity I get to help him out, like I, I go for it. Yeah, Griff's been on here, I think, three times. I think he's the only person that's ever been on here three times, and Scorsese was twice. And we can get right into the track about Doom and Scorsese. Uh, that's another one. I like how the beat changes for each each verse, which kind of is catered to each MC there. And just talk about making that record. And, of course, you know, long live, rest in peace, Scorsese, man. What a... There's a really good dude, and I'm glad I got to know him a little bit this past year. Rest in peace to Scorsese. Rest in peace to MF Doom. When I wrote the track, um, I was kind of like grieving about um, their passing. You know what I'm saying? And um, one, I'm a big fan of MF Doom. So to hear, to have 2020 end with hearing his passing, that like put hip hop in like a like pretty much in a damp mood. You know what I'm saying during that time. And then a few weeks later, uh, we heard, you know, Scorsese passed away. And during that time, like, uh, I want to say in the month of like November, I did, um, I worked with Griff, shout out, shout out to uh, Griff. He sent me a beat for me to rap with, um, to feature, um, um, to be featured with. Uh, and Scorsese was going to do a verse. It was a surreal, surreal moment when I found out that he passed. Um, he's been a bit, he's been a fan of me, you know what I'm saying? Um, when I was first coming out on the King Mighty project and everything like that, I've been a fan of him, um, with nation gang, you know? Um, but it was a, I felt like it was an opportunity miss due to, due to life ills, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it really, it really put me in this like space where I had to do something to, um, represent that. You know, I uh, represent them both respectfully. Yeah, and and you know, Doom's passing had had an Doom and, and Scorsese's passing had an effect on how I approached the rest of the beats for this album. Because what ended up happening is that it ended up becoming unintentionally Mad Villain like. 
Right. And, you know, if if you ever listen to uh, uh, Doom Gazillionaire, um, it's the same exact structure as the song. And when I sent this to Micah, I'm like, you need a gazillionaire. <laughs> and, you know, and, and he just he just knocked this out the park, man. This is this is this is by far probably my favorite song in this album. Like he just knocked it out the park. Yeah, and it's real personal too. And of course, I like at the end where you hear him talking about doing the push-ups. You know that little bit at the end, at the very end of the song. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, Scorsese. You yeah. know, yeah, definitely salute. And of course, to Doom as well. And uh, yeah, I mean, for me personally, like Scorsese reached out to me like I think about a year ago, and him and Griff came on to talk about Midnight Express. And you know, a lot of people come on here is because of him. So I mean, I definitely owe a lot of gratitude and respect to. Uh, Scorsese and insubordinate as a whole too but uh yeah that track really yeah really really important track and like I said I like how the beats kind of switch up for each each verse so uh yeah really really great record there it's 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 such a cool thing like it and and, and you know we, we we talked about this offline it's like we, we're such a tight-knit community and it's just a bunch of people that never met each other in real life and we're all just so supportive of each other of each other we we collab with each other, and and Scorsese was a big part of that. Like it's almost like all of us. It's like a, it's six degrees of Scorsese. Like he, for some reason, like it's like he, it's like he almost like he saw something and like pulling us all together. You know? Yeah. You guys never met him in person, either one of you, right? No. Yeah, it's just crazy, no, right? And, you to know, think about. Yeah, and and and, and he reached out to me because uh, because I, I knew about him through Griff and and I think their their first project together. Um, and I think they, they tagged me to do a remix on, on, on the record, but I, like, I didn't know how to do remixes yet. But, you know, they, they, they he came around for Midnight Express and, you know, I, I ended up remixing, uh, what was it? I think it was Bobby Sill. And, and, and from there, like, we've just been cool, joking with each other on Twitter. And that, that led me into helping him out for the Nation Gang project. I remixed a bunch of records for him. And, you know, we, we were about to start getting to work on, like, his stuff. But, you know, obviously the news and... You know, he was super good, super good dude, man. Super good dude. And talk about that, the Nation Gang Mighty Cut. Is that something that's out right now, finished, ready to go? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I I put it on. We I put it on on Christmas. Uh, you know, it was it was featuring some of the guys. He wanted to make sure uh, a big spit game was represented on the project. So, uh, you know, it was a quick little EP, a couple songs, and and you know that that was that was momentum for us to start working on on Mighty Nation. Um, oh, but, wow. you know, yeah. But, yeah. And, but, you know, you never know. We, we got, um, you know, I spoke to Griff a couple weeks ago. I think we might have enough material for, to do a, 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 a mighty nation project or there, there's all the talks to me helping him out with like a mighty insubordinate project. It was just me and like him and a bunch of his guys. And like, maybe I'm bringing a couple of my guys as well. Um, so we'll see, we'll see. That would be something. Yeah, that's that's great to hear because I know, you know, he was a grinder, man. He always had something coming. And uh, the last time I talked yeah. to him was early in January. We were talking about his Nation Gang album. He's like, man, when can I get on? I'm like, dude, you tell me when you're ready. And, you know, I unfortunately never got to have that day. But, yeah, he was always, you know, in my ear about, I got this coming out. And look out for Griff. Look out for, you know, Insubordinate. And he was, he was always grinding, man. And he made me, and I'm sure you guys as well, just want to make sure you put in the effort. Because if he's grinding that yeah, hard I, with I, everything he's doing, you know, we could at least put in some more effort. Yeah, I, I always make fun of Hidden Griff. Like, I'm like, I always tell Griff he works eight days a week. Like, he got like 12 albums out like every three days. Like, 
<laughs> he's putting out two right now. There's you know, a promo that he's been talking about for these two albums, man. It's yeah, like, man, so, sometimes get like, your hand on my like, pocket. Yo, man, you okay? <laughs> yeah, like you know, sometimes it'd be like, yo, man, you okay? Like it's been a couple of days, you ain't dropped nothing. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Love girth, man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's the dude, <laughs> without a doubt, man. <laughs> Words, man. Yeah, another joint on here, uh, the last couple, Gorilla Glue and Turtle Space. You know, I'm a, I'm a proud turtle pet owner, so, you know, the title already had me. But um, that being said, you know, the, the, <laughs> lyrics, <laughs> the lyrics on this one just really, really are true to what's going on these days and everything. And the, speak on the, the album there, Turtle Space. Uh, turtle Space was just pretty much, um, it was kind of like an anthem to, like, the underdogs. You know what I'm saying? So... I really, I really look at it. I used to look at um, life and a rap career like you know things need to be done like fast. You know what I'm saying? Like I need to be this certain, um, this this age or whatever until I can stop rapping. And you know, I used to think about all that crazy shit. So Turtle's Pace for me, you know what I'm saying? And then like the the beat and everything, it was just, it was just pretty much a, a reminder of like, you know, you're not, you know, you, you got to approach it, you know, one day at a time, you know, you got to approach everything that you do a day at a time, you know what I'm saying? In contrast to the, to like the, the political stance that I had on it, you know, I'm just um, being me, you know what I'm saying? As expressing like um, the things that, you know, I feel, I feel another rapper wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't talk about, right you know what I'm saying? Because they they themselves are concerned with you know their fans and whatnot and i feel like this is what people need to hear you know what i'm saying like this is what my fans will want you know um is somebody to 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 speak to have or to have the gift to put words in a way that hip-hop listeners could understand turtle's pace I, i'm not really into like doing like um like remixes of songs or anything like that but turtles pace 2 for me had to happen yeah you know tur- i i always I, I like the idea of just a, a song being a particular series like you know overall it's got the maybach series and and, and so th- this kind of unintentionally became that you know turtles pace I, I just feel it's just micah's introspective joint just what he's feeling at the time and you know on my side i just make sure just the drums crack you know there you, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you made, me think, you made me think of EPMD with the Jane joints. Every record, there's like, oh, what happened yeah. to Jane this time? You know. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Exactly. Bringing back that idea again. So I expect Turtles Pace Part Three coming up. Yeah. You know, we got to look for that. And Gorilla well, Glue, another mean, another song I referenced. Uh, you, you, I like the line talking about the red hat wearing dudes, um, those straight clowns. But. I was writing it, man. Um, I was writing that, and I was just like, you know, um, like in my in the back of my mind, I asked the question, like, do I really want to take it there? Yes. And like, I didn't. Yeah, I was just like, Fuck it, let's take it. It was there. real you quick too. You know, it wasn't like you stayed there all day, but you definitely, you know, let them know, <laughs> knock it off, knock the yeah. hat off, and then go and, and then move on. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Clapping whoever rioted for my capital. You know what I'm saying? Imagine saying some wild shit while I'm slapping you. Like, right. <laughs> like I, I, wanted, I wanted to take it there, man, because you got a lot of people, you got a lot of folks out here that allows, you know, allow, you know, allow the certain climate or whatever, empower them in such a way where 
you know, they feel like there's no repercussions in what they're doing, you know? Yeah, I mean, you look at, because you're in Michigan, you know, what we saw happen in January, well, it actually happened in Michigan before then. That was like the, I don't know, I guess their their pregame or their warm-up, what, a practice, and, you know, then they, you know, they got ready for the the next one. So, yeah, you've seen it up firsthand. You're talking about the Capitol, you know, those clowns, you know, walking around. Right. Yeah, and, 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 you know, what I have to add to Gorilla Glue was just, I, 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 it was so clever how Micah ended it, and I was, I was, I tried, but it didn't work out. But I was really trying to get Little Brother on that song, also. Nice, because it's just how Micah ended it. He's like, "Peace to Fonte, Big Rapper Poo," and then like I'll have Big, uh, Big Rapper Poo come out right after. And I, re- I reached out to both of them and like try to find their management or whatever. But you know, but it's just, just like a little another fun fact. You know, that would have came out really cool, also. But I'm also happy in how it ended. Yeah, no, no doubt. And now, yeah, that would have been cool to hear that. But I think, you know, the end product, what we have here is definitely uh, everybody listening. Make sure you check out King Mighty 2 and listen to Gorilla Glue and all the tracks on there. Another one I really like, First 48, had that kind of old school vibe to it, the way it felt. Yeah, I really I really enjoy First 48. I get up and uh, get dressed to that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those joints, man, where it's like, you know, um, I'm too, I mean, I'm I'm like age appropriate. I don't want to say uh, in, in regards to turning up, you know what I'm saying? So I don't do that like super loud, super extravagant thing, but I do like to, you know, enjoy myself. So, you know, first 48 was just pretty much a representation of that. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's funny. Micah did not like that beat originally. No, I didn't. And, and I oh. had, I had, I'll never forget. I'll never forget. Cause it was such a funny exchange. Was that one for Raekwon also? I, I or no? <laughs> The, the the what? I was looking. I was looking to punch somebody in the face at the time. Yeah, and and, and you know, so this is for, and, and, and so you know, this is how this exchange went. You know, I sent him it. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm not really feeling. It. I'm like, okay, cool. So I put it out on a beat tape, and he's just like, no, what is it? I'm like, dog, I sent this to you. Jeez. He's like, oh, no, you did it. And then you know, be, be, because I'm petty, uh, I, I I went and I scrolled up and I screenshot the exact exchange and sent to him. He's like, oh man. <laughs> See, so to all producers out there who send things to artists, you know, maybe they're just not feeling that particular song at that particular moment in time. Maybe if you just let time happen, maybe they'll like it after. And that's probably the cool thing to do with the way you you title them because he can't remember the title probably because it's just a date, so he he has no yeah. recollection yeah. of it. Like, yeah, the one you called old school. I like that one. Or I don't like that one. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was like what tw- I think I called it like May twenty first or something stupid yeah, like that. No, like, was, <laughs> I, I probably didn't like that day. You know what I'm saying? Twenty first. <laughs> There it is. It's, it's, it's lovely. Should have sent it in June. <laughs> yeah. you sent that on a cold day. So you waited till it was sunny out. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's it's yeah. seventy eight right, right, degrees right, in Detroit. Right, Let know. me send him this. <laughs> but no, now, I wrote it with, yeah. like you know, spring on the way. I'm like, yo, let me write this. You know what I'm saying? And but he sent it in the middle of like December. <laughs> <laughs> You could argue, well, you know, he is in Miami, so that's first of all, right? Yeah. So he doesn't know anything about right, what right, we're talking right. about over here in Chicago and Detroit with cold ass weather and big ass coats and things. So, uh, I'm, I'm I'm sorry about that for you guys, man. Yeah, 
<laughs> he's looking at the beach, Listen, man. Like I, I don't know. I'm looking. I'm. I'm just looking out the window. Like I might go to the beach after. Man, you know. But yeah, I'm. I'm like to to Mighty's healthy disadvantage. I'm big on like just like waiting until the beat tape drop and be like, "Yo, send me that." <laughs> <laughs> or anything you sent to Rayquan. One of the two. <laughs> yeah, you know. Right. Right. And, right. And, and you know, so we, funny. It's funny because when he did that record, I usually hate when rappers make songs like this, like detest. But for some reason, it just worked with Micah. And I'm like, oh. And and so this is the one song that's like really growing on me because I usually hate when rappers make songs like this. Yeah, man. Yeah, I felt it was in a good spot on the album too. It was like kind of in the middle, so it wasn't like yeah, the, the yeah. lead, the lead song, the ending song. It just kind of felt like you know, kind of switching up a little bit. Want to walk with a little bit of little strut to yourself when you're listening to that song, or like you said, put your clothes on in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, this this guy's good, man. It was definitely that vibe, man. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get fresh today. There it is. <laughs> Dust off these Adidas, put on some nice clothes, get out, get outside. Yeah. Yeah, and like what Micah said, it's it's age appropriate. Yeah, like you know, I don't I don't turn up to, I mean I turn up. Don't get me wrong, but like to the music that you know that's out right now, I don't really turn up to it. Gave and say that it. sounded whack, but some tattoo face person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm trying my best. I'm trying. No, my you best can do it. I mean, whatever. I mean, it, points and references here. I'll, I'll do it for you. You know, the, the the buffer rappers, the ones you can't finish a word or a sentence. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I mean, maybe you're not. I'm yeah, talking about guys. them. Yes, those guys. Them. <laughs> Lil Pump Gas, whatever his name is. I don't. All these dudes. I don't. I don't even fuck with them. I have no idea. Because I'm, I'm over 40, man, so, yeah, <laughs> I don't have time to go back, you know, into the radio and try to find out what's hot right now. I just, I like what I like, and I listen to what I listen to, and that's, if that makes me a hater, so be it. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, like, there's, there's more music than ever, and, you know, us as consumers, we just have to go out of our way to find what we like. Exactly. And I, and that's the thing. Like I try to tell, you know, I got, you know, I got a lot of, you know, hip hop snob friends, you know, and I'll say to them like, look, man, you're focusing too much on the bad stuff. There's all this great stuff. You just you're not even given a chance to because you want to hate on all the but stuff see, that gets all thing. the play. I don't, don't want to come off. I don't want to come off like a hip hop snob. I just want to be myself. You know what I'm saying? Right, like that's right. that's my ultimate goal. That's why I'm like, I don't want to compare myself to nobody. I don't want to compare what's going on out right now. You know what I'm saying? I just want to do do dope ass music that makes me feel good and makes other people feel like, wow, yo, this shit is dope. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, it's not I don't need to. And you guys as well. We don't need to find music on MTV or whatever. Those days are over. Like, that's not how you consume music or product these days. So, yeah, it's it's yeah, not, it, it's not music consumption, you know, music consumption and recommendations come from outlets like this. Like it comes from word of mouth. It comes from, you know, somebody just said, yo, yo, you heard this guy, they got like a hundred followers, but like this album is fire. Like it, it just comes from just that organic word of mouth. Exactly, man. Exactly. And of course, once that, that 100 follower guy gets big, then you're like, ah, I never liked him to begin with, man. He's too commercial now. So it's like, yeah, right. <laughs> you get that, you get that right, dude. You know, they, <laughs> <laughs> he got 300 followers. Got one uh, album. Right. Yeah. They, 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 you know, they people, uh, people like um, people start bashing my new album because they like my old album more. I can't wait yeah. for that day. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> Today's Friday. <laughs> so Saturday. It's coming. 
Man, King Micah was nice, uh, but this this next one. Oh, oh come on. Man, yeah, man, this, man. The standalone is just trash. <laughs> man, man. I- Man, I remember 2021. Right. King Mike and Mighty Healthy, man. Now, now they're doing all this weird stuff, man. I ain't rocking with that, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's coming. That day's coming. You guys are getting too big. After doing this podcast, of course, you know you guys are going to blow up. So it's coming. You know, as soon as this man, thing like, gets uploaded. <laughs> or not. Man, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> you, you, you know, it's funny, it's funny you mentioned that because Mike and I, we had like this ongoing joke of just like, yeah, man, you know, we got to fix this because, you know, the label, you know, management, they're talking. You know what I mean? Like they, they're trying to get us out of here, man. <laughs> like, we don't do this like how management wants. Like. <laughs> right. <laughs> Go get us out of here, bro. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> True indeed, man. Uh, I know this song, we got, we're talking about features, you know, and, you know, one of the, you know, speaking of Detroit, you know, Elzai on a song, you know, that one, like you guys talked about a little bit earlier, but we'll talk about that song specifically. Another banger on here. Talk about, talk about, you know, legends in the game right there. Man, that was another track that, like, blew me away. Um, again, like, uh, Mighty Healthy being true to his nature, he caught me by surprise with that one. You know, um, and it took me a while to write to it because it was like, one, I'm a fan, you know what I'm saying? And um, just being starstruck, you know, I had to I had to allow myself to be starstruck um, for a while before I was able to write to it uh, as as good as I did, you know. Um, But yeah, man, like that was it was it was a really dope cut. Um, I I really appreciate I really like how it turned out. I let Mighty Healthy. take the direction on naming it Kaioken, which I'm, I'm really dope of that. You know what I'm saying? Because it felt like, uh, I just came out of snake way. You know what I'm saying? When nice. I, <laughs> when I, yeah. um, when I wrote and recorded that, you know, yeah, like it was, it was such a great, cause it, it was also one of the last records. Uh, it was also one of the last records we did also. It's funny. Like there, there is an, there's some, somewhat of a sense of starstruck, but at the same time for me, it just, I don't know. Just like, I, I feel these people, I don't know. It just feels regular to me. Like, oh, I was like, "What would sound good on this song. Let me just ask him. <laughs> there you go. So, you know, I, I, yeah. So, I, you know, I really just hit him like, hey, um, hey, we have this song. Uh, would you be interested in doing a feature for us? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and, you know, we got it done. And then he, he sent his verse back. And, and I was like, yeah, here you go. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> Sometimes it's just that easy. You just ask and that's it. And next thing you know, you've got them on a track. Yeah, man. man. Yeah. yeah, this album. Any visuals we can expect from uh, the songs on here? Anything like that? Or what's what's another single working, to expect? Um, I'm working on that now with um, with um, Guilty Simpson. We're trying to schedule like a good time frame for us to um, do a music video for Hot Out Here. And then nice. um, from there, I want to do Hot Out Here, Indigenous Gems, and um, probably First 48 because those are the those are like the songs that's been like really in heavy rotation and um people been recommending i mean people been like giving us props mainly for those so i want to do honestly uh i want to do a music video for every one every single song that we have but you know due to management you know what i'm saying we right. <laughs> <laughs> the label <laughs> the label we have to uh we we were only um we're only allowed three tracks um to do a music video for so 
that's Those standard, are, right? Um, three tracks. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much every album yeah. that's ever come out, there's always three singles, three videos. You know, it's just always how it's been. So yeah, why, why not keep the keep it the same? I guess for the label, yeah. Keep them management, keep them happy. Got to keep them happy, man. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they 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 might take seven hundred percent of the publishing instead of three hundred. Ouch. You know. <laughs> yeah. oh boy but but yeah you know the, the videos as soon as i get my my second moderna shot that's when the superpowers kick in you know we'll, we'll have to link up in person for the videos shout out to moderna i'm oh, getting yeah, my second one may 11th i'm excited get this thing over with man I, i'm getting my i'm getting my next week man let me know how you if you get tired because they, that's what i've been hearing i'm gonna get sleepy when i do it that's what i keep hearing they do say uh i mean it wasn't offered to me at the time <laughs> But it's crazy. The day I got my first <laughs> dose of this one is when the news broke out about the blood clot stuff. But whatever, you know, get oh, whatever yeah. you can get, people. Whatever's yeah. av- whatever's available, you know, just just take it and get it, and don't cry about oh stuff's yeah. not normal. Well, you don't get to complain if you don't try to get it right. So they were saying that, um, you know, I, I had friends that got the second shot, and they're like, look, if you work it, just just, just take off that day because that thing might put you on your ass for the day. <laughs> Damn. Mm. So yeah, I I I have I planned that day off from work. Like I'm, yeah. But I almost want to work because I don't know. like working anyway. So if I'm I'm already gonna slack off. I might as well like have an excuse for it. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys don't want to give me this day off anyway. I'll, I'll show up, but I ain't doing shit. <laughs> Saving a vacation day for something that matters. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you do have a point. It's like, wait, do I really want to use up a whole day just because of this? I'm just saying, like, you know, go do this and have fun. I mean, they can't fire you for that, can they? I mean, you're getting the vaccine, <laughs> you're going to work, they scheduled you. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I showed up, <laughs> he told me to be here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sleeping in the back or something. Where's that dude at? <laughs> He took his Moderna <laughs> instead of a vacation day. What a jackass. <laughs> Everybody else has to work harder. <laughs> so go get your shot, people. PSA. <laughs> and go to work afterwards. Be that guy. Because <laughs> I'm going to be that dude. I'm, I'm working. So whatever. <laughs> Man. Man. But speaking of sleeping, do not sleep. You, you sleep if you get the Moderna shot, but you do not sleep on this album, King Mighty 2. Go ahead and hit them over the head one more time about where they can find it, follow you guys, and all that stuff. Go ahead, producer man. Man, oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> producer uh, man. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, okay, so another running thing we have, and, okay, this is kind of a layered joke. As up-and-coming artists and producers, and, you know, <laughs> a lot of up-and-coming, and, 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 Mark, you've probably seen this. Like up and coming artists and producers, they try to get attention from from like bigger acts and stuff, and you know messaging and doing stuff, and and it just it always comes off like like for example, if you wanted so and so as a feature, you always want you always people they message them like some some super soft story like oh Mr. Rapper man all this other so we had this <laughs> running joke of just like Mr. Rap like we just we just call it just Mr. Rapper man and it just encompasses that that whole thing of just like like people just being so starstruck and just acting weird and we've all done it you know oh man i stopped doing it when you realize it like <laughs> yeah like we'll, we'll be talking and 
and you know, even, even at my level, sometimes like I get people like, "Oh, can you?" But I'm just like, "Dude, I'm so regular. Like, I'm I'm not what you think I am. I'm super regular. <laughs> I'm not special. Like, you do not have to talk to me like this." <laughs> and then you know, I was I was always joking, Michael. Like, you know, you can you know, especially after this album, you're gonna get more of that. Like, oh, please, Mister Rapid Man, sir, can you can you like do this feature for us? Like, to be eternally grateful. Like, response, no. <laughs> Dude, I got like like eight pending inbox messages of just people trying to hit me up. I'm gonna work through them out though, but. I feel like uh, this is like um, kind of like karma for that, <laughs> for, being, for for the whole Mr. Rapper Man. <laughs> and look, now he's Mr. Rapper Man. You see how that works? <laughs> I guess I'll be Podcaster Man. But I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 you're Podcaster Man. This is how it works. Uh, but, but the worst superhero but, but, team of all time. These are the awful Avengers right so, here. But so <laughs> Mr. Podcaster Man have Mr. Rapper Man like coming to him like, please, Mr. Podcaster Man, can you please put me on your show? Yeah, there it is. <laughs> please talk to us. I'll be your friend. It's a vicious cycle, man. No. I have the same thing because you can imagine, you know, I've been doing this for two years now, but when I first started doing, I was hitting up, you know, anybody. And I'll give you one specific one. LL Cool J apparently has a phone number he gave out where he's like letting, like texting you and stuff, like, you know, nice things to say about COVID and staying strong and very inspirational stuff. And of course, I hit him back, yo, man, can you come on my podcast, rapper guy? Come on, please. You know, so he, he never Sorry. hit me back, of course. You know, Uncle L's busy, of course. But all right, man, I'm telling you, the, the management heard what we were talking about. Yeah, man. Shut you down. Know, they, they, didn't, they didn't like. They didn't like that, man. Or LL so, did, yeah, and he was... wanted to get on. He's like, hey, I thought I was supposed to be on today. Mr. Muscle yeah, Man, can you come on? Mr. Hollywood Man, Mr. Muscle Man, Mr. LL Man. Yeah, Pink Cookies <laughs> in, a cra- in a plastic bag getting crushed by buildings. There it is. The the weirdest <laughs> title of all time, but one of my favorite songs of his at the same time. So, <laughs> But I definitely know what you guys are talking about. We all do it, you know. It, it kind of goes back to like when you used to hit up for girls, you know, you Hey, Miss Miss Lady Man. No, you wouldn't say that. No, Miss. <laughs> Come mess. You get pending pending messages from females online trying to bother. You know, same kind of thing. Uh, probably shouldn't go there. I'm gonna leave that one alone. But anyway, yeah, yeah, that's how it is. People hit you up and want your time, and your you, you want you to come on and do their do their stuff with them, whether it's music or a podcast or whatever. Yeah, okay, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Like we all go, we all we all do it. It's just like we it's for for Mighty Healthy and myself, it's just like we we have like this imaginary uh rec, record label that we slave for. So <laughs> until the real one comes along, right? Until the real one comes along, yeah. <laughs> if we need them. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt, man. That is a good where uh, where can people follow you guys on uh, social media and all that? I'm sure you guys are all over the place for heads who don't know. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Kingmighty2.com for all things King Mighty Two. Uh, you can you can get the album from there. You can you know have the song link there, so you can get it on all platforms on there. Uh, we have the merch. We have we have the records. You know, and you know Mighty Healthy Music on Instagram. Uh, Mighty Healthy underscore on Twitter, and I'll. 
relayed that. And also King Mighty on Instagram. Uh, King Mighty Music on Instagram. And uh, that's your Mr. Rapper, man. Yeah, you can follow me <laughs> on... <laughs> you can follow me on uh, King, at King Micah the Infamous. King Micah Infamous on IG. And then at King Micah Inf on uh, Twitter. All the other channels, too. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Rapper Man on MySpace, man. <laughs> MySpace. <laughs> is it still... It's still going on, though, right? There is a MySpace that still exists, right? Uh, yeah. 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 It's like music-based. It's like a music playlist. Yeah. I went on there, like, a year ago, because I had a guest on here who I met on MySpace, you know, back in, like, 2006. And I, I had to, like, redo my password and everything, but there still was something there... Um, it's kind of embarrassing because the pictures are like 15 years old and I don't know what the heck it is anymore. It, it, you're right. It's just a music thing now. It's not for bothering people or talking about who's your your top five friends list or whatever that, that thing was people used to do on there. Right, right. So follow these wow, guys on MySpace. <laughs> if there's if <laughs> anybody's still doing that. <laughs> man. Yeah, I don't this, think we got a MySpace, man. Like, nah, we, we don't have a MySpace. That's if, all right. Honestly, we, we might it, be, it might be a cool marketing tactic for the next one. Bring it back. Uh, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, nah, yo, you can only get this on my stage. But then, you know, lie and then put it out on all platforms. You got to talk to the promoter, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, MySpace will have to uh, pay us for that. There you go. <laughs> yeah, hit up Tom and them. <laughs> Tom, that's right. <laughs> I remember when I first signed on, there was like some guy named Tom. Like, hey, he's your new friend. I'm like, who the hell's Tom? Who's this dude? <laughs> he was number one for about ten minutes, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that same picture, oh, sitting by a desk or something, giving you a thumbs up. I'm trying to remember what the picture was, but it looked like he was kind of sitting at a desk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tom, that's crazy. <laughs> oh man. Man. Crazy, man. Yeah, salute to you guys, man, for coming on here. He's the rapper, man. I'm the DJ. He's the producer, man. There's a promoter, man. There's a label, man. All these men. All the mans. My mans and them. All of them. Uh, <laughs> like DMX. I, I was doing that voice like a week. Now, I think I've done doing the DMX voice, but I was <laughs> playing that first CD in the car and that, that first track where just like... Your man's in them. Uh, that's my man's in them. Yeah. I told a story on the last episode I just uh, aired yesterday that uh, my wife got in the car. My car's old, so when you start it, it plays a CD right off the, you know, it's automatic. It plays a CD, and the first track on there is that one. So she's, like, swearing and trying to talk like DMX. It's crazy. And she her English is, you know, so slow. She's from Mongolia, but she, she's trying to talk mm-hmm. like DMX. It was crazy. So salute to DMX. Yeah, for Fuck it with me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before oh, I let you guys man. go, I might as well ask you, you know, we've, we've lost some legends, you know, DMX, Ecstasy, you know, Shock G last week, man. How, how are you guys man, feeling about, losing, you know, so many icons I mean, we've all grown up with and admired? It was kind of a heavy question, but, you know, any, any thoughts on any of these guys, uh, you know, influences, anything like that? I literally felt the way when um, DMX passed. Like, it was, like, really... Because, like, the year before, uh, I managed to see him in concert um, down in uh, Columbus, Ohio. So it was just like, you know, and he, he did, like, an awesome-ass performance. You know what I'm saying? Everything that, uh, like, he was, like, 48 at the time, but he had the same energy as he did with, you know, releasing Rough Riders Anthem. You know what I'm saying? So it was 
it was really dope to see him in concert. Um, and it, like it, it sucked uh, for him and the the other legends in the uh, in the game to go at a early, you know, at a yeah, all day. around fifty years old. It's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. Dmx, I, I would say for for our gender, I, I feel he's just every he was everybody's first favorite rapper. I mean, this is a guy who to me is just like the epitome of just authenticity, you know. Yeah. And like he really gave him like you 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 really felt, you know, you, you just really felt drawn to him. Like it was just he just had an authenticity to him that like he's really he was truly a one of one. Yeah. And, you get the you know, full package with DMX. Like you get the lyrics, you get the emotions, you know what I'm saying? And you get the like the 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 presence of, you know what I'm saying, of him. You know what I mean? Like you you feel what he's saying. You feel you and, feel his music, and you know with him like it ushered in the whole Rough Rider sound. Like I was I was a huge Dame Grease fan. Like I, I love Swiss Beats. Uh, you know the Locks, Kiss. You know Kiss Styles and Chic. You know it, it was just it was just a whole movement that that they were just they were they were grimy, but they're also making hits that you actually like. You know stuff exactly. that made you want to go to the gym. Like it it'll be missed. Season one of one. And, you know obviously Shock G and everybody else. Like it's. Yeah, it's it's 2021, but it's doing it's still doing a lot of 2020 things. Yeah, you're not kidding. You know, Black Rob. Yep. Yeah, you know, Black man. Rob. I I actually reached out to Black Rob a couple of years ago. I actually sent him some beats and and he actually responded, which was really cool. I'm like, oh, I got Black Rob to respond. Like, but you know, it's 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 sad, man. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it'd be it'd be uh, it'd be great for the for this to stop for a bit. You know, we take a break from losing so many icons, man. I would. Hopefully with COVID, hopefully getting, you know, finally getting past that maybe. And, you know, hopefully we yeah. won't have to worry about, you know, talking about legends and icons passing away too early. We could just move on and just, you know, it's hard, man. You know, it, it's it's just not easy because I, I grew up with a lot of these these cats. That's why I'm into this music and this everything. So it's just not, it's not fun, man, at all to have to, you know, talk about the sad side of yeah. it. But, but hey, man, yeah. they left a, a legacy of movies and music and everything, so... We definitely, uh, definitely will reminisce and and remember the good things they did and left behind. And yeah, yeah, for sure, man. DMX, he did that guy brought everything. He left left nothing behind. I mean, when that dude did a performance, you knew or did an album, exactly. you knew he left it all on the. It was all there. It's not nothing was yeah. held back. Exactly, man. Exactly, man. And that's the that's the you know I didn't you don't really realize how much influential a person is until they're gone. And DMX influenced a lot of my, you know, a lot of my creativity, you know what I'm saying? As far as like being able to like that aggression, you know what I mean? So it was, it was sad to see him go. Um, it was sad to see Shock G um, go, you know what I'm saying? Shock G was hella influential. Like I wasn't like, I was still a, I was still a kid when he grew up, um, when he released, when he came out but like for me as just like a, a person who who appreciate the hip-hop culture you know what i mean i always like and i always recommend like the the um the young um the younger cats out there too go back to the history go back to the go back to the lyrics and everything like that go back to the albums and you know learn from them you know what i'm saying because you learn it from them you know what i mean whether it's like create whether it's like rhyme schemes, whether it's like their uh, how to structure a song, you know what I'm saying? It's like their music is like a uh, the definition of what you're doing now. 
and you know see them all go and everything like that it's it, it's a damper but i find the fortitude and just like you know paying homage to them and giving them giving the roses to those that's out here now um that's still you know standing strong we got to as uh you know as a hip-hop community yeah no doubt well said man well said well big up to both of you dudes king mighty is in the building king mighty 2 is the album on all streaming platforms king mike at infamous and mighty healthy and once again hit them up with that website where they could find uh, the music and everything king mighty yeah, yeah. Com. i'm sorry bro do your thing Nah, man, you're the rapper, man. You're the rapper, man. I'm, I'm behind the scenes. <laughs> Kingmighty2.com, king one word, mighty one word, the number two.com. This is where you're going to get your merch, where you're going to get the vinyls and the CDs, whether you prefer the glass or the sliding joint. There you um, go. Yeah. Street team, man, I guess let's call it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's hilarious man thanks again for coming on here i mean this is an honor having you both on here and then the album is just you know everybody listening go out and cop it it's not even a joke this thing is straight heat and looking forward to part three you gotta you gotta have the trilogy now you can't just stop it too of course like you guys said that's coming out you guys will be working on that and hopefully coming out pretty soon you said right yeah yeah no doubt man oh yeah in the future big up to king mighty the album is out right now King Mike at Infamous and Mighty Healthy. Thanks again for coming on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Salute to you guys, man. Appreciate it. All right, man. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. No doubt. Man, that was a blast talking to those guys. A lot of fun. Really, really was excited to do this episode. Uh, I've been talking to Mighty Healthy for a few weeks about prepping for this one. And uh, when he sent me a couple tracks, I just knew I could not wait to get these guys on here. This album, like I said, do not sleep. Go cop this album. It's definitely one of the best albums I've heard already. It is just... um, just amazing accomplishment, man. Really feeling these guys and their their production and, of course, the rhyme skills and some good features on there. And speaking of features, let's get into my favorite song from the album and the one you could find everywhere featuring Guilty Simpson. We talked about it in the interview. Hot out here, and it's getting hot. It's like 70 degrees here in Chicago, so this song is perfect for it. Play Reppin' to Go from SB in Genesis 7, and then after that song's over, keep the windows rolled down, play this one, Hot Out Here, King Mike the Infamous, and Mighty Healthy, Hot Out Here, Guilty Simpson on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Tip-top shape, stood with the hip-hop greats, high off a Ziploc shake, straight from the bag, old school's race up the Ave, right where I get my cake, heavy traffic, Motor City landscape where they don't handshake, they rarely dap, they kick front doors in the air, you trap, you mean mugging, these young cats stare right back, they fear nothing. Led by the misled, shot a shooter in the leg and got the big head. Now he acting like the wild, wild west on the wild, wild west side. They sped, crashed and fled, got the hood cluttered with the pigs. You can smell the bacon ahead, just another day on the edge. Got it hot out here, made it hard to get I hold it down out for here. my niggas, old school and new. And throw jewels, you can't appraise to pay my dues. East 7 Mile and Dwyer was a starter point since the youth. Dog, you had to be the opposite of moist. So I ran with the wolves with ambitions of an alpha. Punch a nigga in the mouth, never fit the outcome. No activism, I was hustling like Malcolm. Theme song came from.
came from the Stray Bullets album. I seen it all day from both sides of the fence. From yesterday's shootouts to hiding out with a bitch. In today's mathematics on how to get rich. Deposit checks from this hip-hop shit. If my younger self knew I would have been around the greats with the bars, I would have done it sooner but never tucked in the cards. Young wild nigga on a mic and it starts. Until I'm on a lodge pillin' off, knowing that it's hot out here. Fuck out of here, dick. Yo, this Bub Styles, aka Boys Have Bubs, Cold Cut King, aka Bubby Backwards. And you tuning into Infinite Banter Podcast with Soundwave. Get your outerwear up. What up? So when you're done listening to the Infinite Banter Podcast, you know that show you're listening to right now, make sure you go check out my friends over at the Oof Right in the Childhood Podcast. <laughs> when was the last time you watched a Disney movie? No. When did you really watch one of their early movies? My name is Jen. I started re-watching every one of the Disney animated feature films recently, and watching them with a modern eye made me say, oof, right in the childhood. Join me every Monday to learn the history behind each of these movies. And then, after I talk about the history and trivia for that movie, I'll summarize and react to my experience watching it as a modern feminist. Every week, you'll learn something, you'll laugh a little, and you'll realize that your Disney-steep childhood was rife with hidden sexism, racism, classism, ableism, and more. It really will make you say, oof, right in the childhood. Infinite banter? Did you dare bring Griff Scorsese on the Infinite Banter podcast with DJ Soundwave? Time for you to leave, assholes. All right, that is Kirk Acevedo telling me it is time to go, and that is exactly what I'm going to do. Uh, before I go, a couple of real quick things here. I haven't done much uh, Fear the Walking Dead talk because it's the other show. So I don't really get into it too much. Uh, For those of you who watch it, I'm just going to say real quick, why is that show always letting teenage girls kill main characters on this show? Somebody explain that to me because they keep doing it and the show is really getting hard to watch. But I'm one of those that my feet are dug in. I'm going to keep watching it because I got to see what happens with Morgan and all that stuff. But uh, it's, it's okay. It's got some good things. It's got some bad things. There's enough to watch. But I really wish they would stop with the, uh, the young kids killing main characters, spoiler, <laughs> and making me not want to watch the show anymore. If they're trying to get me you know, upset, it's working, but it's upset for the wrong reason. I'm not necessarily upset about what's going on in the story. I'm upset that this show keeps doing this and making it harder and harder for me to invest in it and come back and watch it next week. So for the, my Walking Dead fans out there, if you still watch Fear the Walking Dead, I'd love to hear some reaction about it. But yeah, they just do too much of that. There, there's some good stuff going on in it, but uh, I really wish they would get away from the kids killing the main characters. And then they stick around in the group, and you're just kind of like, oh, she's over there now. You know, it's like, no big deal. They killed my best friend, but she's she's going to be over here, you know, curling her hair or something. Because it's so stupid. It's just, uh, whatever. Uh, salutes of Fear to Walking Dead. Go watch it. <laughs> All right, that's it for the show. Big shout out. To my guys, Mighty Healthy and King Micah the Infamous. Go check out that new album, King Mighty 2. Go to kingmighty2.com. That's the number two. And go cop that album. Like I said, I got mine coming in the mail. Cannot wait to play it. 
And as always, follow the show on social media platforms like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just type in at Infinite Banter Podcast. Listen to the show on all digital platforms. Go to YouTube, type in Infinite Banter, hear clips from past guests, and definitely rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. All right, that's it. Appreciate everybody for listening. May the fourth be with you. And let's leave you one last song from King Mighty 2. This one really was a special one because of, you know, the losses we've had in hip-hop. So fitting way to end the show is to play this track right here. Peace to Scorsese and Doom. And uh, I really like this track a lot. He talked about it in the interview and the way the beat switches between each verse. And really good way to pay respect and due to Doom and Scorsese. Talk a lot about Scorsese on the show because he's been on it a couple times and a lot of these guests are connected to him. So definitely uh, salute to him and Doom, rest in peace. And this song right here definitely pays tribute to both. So go ahead, check this song out. Go to kingmighty2.com, get a copy of this album. Big salute to those guys, King Micah and Mighty Healthy. Thanks a lot for coming on the show. And until I do another one of these, I'm out. Hey, asshole, get off the road. Really weird when I brainstorm the war zone and take life is what I train on. Souffladies, fake dawns, and break arms Brace for impact, flows laced with napalm Chalk switch like a junkie trying to stay calm Monthly paying stalls, keep the hussies on the late call No pimping, rock swing like I play golf Rap accidents clash when you stray off your own path That's a gem, finest topaz Rule with an iron mic, what I'm better known as Always wear nice threads when he stroll past Skin whack rappers that hang him by the coat rag Word hazardous collection is staggering Gatherer source, chain sealed with laminate Game's Hell Kitchen is too hot to stand in it. Well, with some plans, doesn't pan out, cancel it. Rambling like a bad case of stage fright. Made it hard to understand my partner for the bank heist. Damn it, man, you better flank right. Sucking for seven mil, next stop to chase. Right. Cops arrived soon after. Little too late, the click had went Casper. Took the cachet to the South Beach hideout. Another dollar made towards Uncle Sam's right out. Buy out the bar for Jihad Scorsese. Take shots for Dumoulin. That sound crazy. Miss opportunities due to life ills Wish I met both, instead I get chills Thinking I'm next, writing rhymes like my will If I gotta go, it's gas draws with the skills No better than rappers or Percocet pills Numbing the pain, reverses for dollar bills Still the sun illuminates clouds Fumigated bars keep the parasites out Fahrenheit 451 renegade Truth hidden in books while the world is in flame Disdain media due to the clickbait Only person can narrate me is Ving Rhames I'm trying to shoot a moving target With a SMG tempted to just wave It's really weird when I brainstorm Somehow what I think oftentimes take form Bust down locked doors here to break norms Kinda like my ancestors trying to break north Awkward like a group of white people with nigga jokes Niggas hate Russell Wilson but love Piccolo Why these new rappers sound like male gigolos The content sound like orgies under mistletoes My status in the game unofficial though But fuck fame, this ain't what I'm in the business for let me lead us on a high note, like Luciano Pavarotti singing Figaro. Figaro, Figaro. Alright, man, I'm out. My face too going light high this. I had to say it on the record. You think I'm doing think I'm doing all these push-ups and shit for no reason, getting swollen? Being on the infinite banner with my man Mark has been a pleasure. <laughs>